basically humans just want to be heard and they want to be reassured that it will be okay and it will be okay you know this is this is something that we do know we might not know how or when but it'll be okay and that reassurance sometimes is is all that we need Hello and welcome back. This is Exeter Real. I am Tracy Duke and this is where leaders create leaders. Produced by Felix Northover and recorded via Zoom during these incredibly challenging times, we ask the question, what does it take to thrive in a world of both challenge and opportunity? And most importantly, how do we build the resilience and leadership skills to get us there? So in this unprecedented time of global chaos and uncertainty, now more than ever, we as leaders, entrepreneurs and change makers need to dig deep and draw on our innate abilities to problem solve, innovate and instill a sense of calm. That doesn't mean sticking our heads in the sand as to where we are and what we're facing, but rather to lead with confidence. And now more than ever, we need to be getting clear on facts, differentiating between what's real and what's hype and building common sense conversations around the truth to make the best decisions for those relying on us. And now more than ever, we need to bring our focus back to our own mental health and wellness in order to bring our skill sets to the table and to continue thriving. My guest today is clinical and positive psychologist, Dr. Vicky Barnes. A graduate of Exeter University, Vicky is an international speaker with numerous positive psychology accreditations to her name. She has worked for over 10 years with the NHS and the Virgin Group, founding and leading organization-wide mental health and well-being programs. She now works as a freelance consultant for individuals and organizations who want to look after themselves and the mental well-being of their teams. Vicky, it is my absolute pleasure to welcome you to the podcast today. It's so good to see you here. Um, and I know it's been touch and go as to whether we'd make it, but we're here, so let's do this. And as we record, we're actually on the first day of an enforced lockdown here in the UK, following the most challenging couple of months our country has seen. And as a business community, we've covered just about everything on social media from adjusting to working at home, to maximizing on innovation and creativity. And well, if you didn't know how to use Zoom before, you certainly do now. But before we jump into conversation with Vicky, I need to ask you first, how are you doing and how are you feeling? It's a pleasure to see you, Tracy, and I'm really glad we are doing this. Uh, it's definitely going to be one of my good things for the day. And that's kind of what I'm focusing on right now, because I think the honest answer to how I'm doing is probably quite similar to how most people would answer that question. It's bizarre circumstances um, in most of our lives. It's kind of unprecedented and that probably the first time a lot of us have been through anything so intense. Um, it feels, I feel two things. Mm. And I'm gonna say one thing that kind of, you might see as a bad thing and one thing that might be a good thing. I feel uh, lonely, I guess. The isolation brings about loneliness. There's definitely a sense of that. I normally work with lots of different people. My business network is, is big and it's lovely and I get a lot of joy out of that and those human connections. So loneliness is definitely already kind of seeping in over the past couple of weeks when I've seen less and less people. Um, and hearing that news last night and having today's the first day of lockdown, as you say, 
I think that's probably the the negative aspect of how I'm feeling if I'm honest but at the same time the positive side is that I feel really hopeful yeah. I really do feel that this is going to be a good thing we're doing the right things and as long as we all do what we can we'll get through this as quickly as possible and actually there are going to be so many positives that come out of this and that's the hope for me and the they're endless potentially you know kind of the way that we connect with people uh, the number of people we're now connecting with online and the kind of the effort that communities are making and that people are making with each other is amazing so I guess I've got those nice and difficult emotions all at the same time and I don't think they have to be mutually exclusive like they go hand in hand they're normal under such extreme circumstances I think so uncertain at the moment and I think it's okay It is okay. And and like you say, you know, we're human. We can't not fail to think about, you know, the how we find ourselves. But um, but you know, like you say now, and, and I mean the thing is so you are a positive psychologist, and I have to say, I've been so, you know, even the prep work for this has put me in a good frame of mind. Uh. I was kind of thinking that this might be actually a bit of a um, I don't know, therapy session. <laughs> actually not we all need we're all going to need a bit of positive psychology to get us through this so you know let's just start with that what what is positive psychology um and you know tell me how you got into it positive psychology it's an amazing thing and I totally agree that I think we could all do with a little bit of it right now and um what is it positive psychology is the science of human flourishing so it's about being your best self no matter what's going on in your life and around you it's about using our strengths and our motivations to live a good and meaningful life and yes of course it's a little bit about happiness too which is no bad thing it's a proactive and preventative model which is why i really like it so it's something that we can tap into every single day and it's something that we can use during times of struggle and stress. So when we most need it, it's already there for us. Yeah. But that's kind of the model and what it is. And how did I get into it? <laughs> yeah, I'm intrigued. I'm intrigued. You know, is that where it starts? These kind of passions and interests that we have. Does it start in childhood and then we just develop them and flourish them? Well, I think so. So positive psychology research would tell you that 50% of your happiness is innate, right? So I've got my parents to thank for at least that much. (laughs) So of course it started in childhood in a way. And I think I got into the psychology side because people used to come to me for advice and I liked helping people to feel good. And people told me that I was, I was good at making them feel happier and lifting their mood. And then you do have, I have to say, you know, we've, we've met a few times now prior to this and you definitely have got that energy that exudes from you. It's almost, you know, they say you sort of draw like attracts like, but, you know, you do definitely put out that aura of calm and oh, happiness. That's very sweet. That's a nice thing to say. <laughs> but it's <laughs> <nice>. <laughs> Oh, I'm get, I'm already getting a lot out of this, Tracy. This is oh, lovely. Yeah. You see, it's <laughs> <I'm> ready. Yeah, <laughs> it's <a lot> <laughs> but, that, but it's 
but it's interesting though, because that's a really beautiful example of how that works because what you've just done is you've just made me smile you've just given me a compliment that will last me at least the rest of the day and you've just boosted the all of those happy hormones in my brain so yeah. like you've changed my brain chemistry and <laughs> made me feel good about myself so it, it really does work and yeah. I think well it's, I mean know, smiles smiles are contagious yeah. right yes and mood and everything mm. you're absolutely right mm. and so I think it, it's partly childhood but let's say we believe the research and it's kind of 50 percent innate so it's partly that but the rest of it is about your circumstances and what you do with it mm. so your mindset and kind of your choices that you make and the mm. way that you see the world and I think for me when I came across positive psychology as a specific model because I've worked with other models of psychology obviously as a clinical psychologist you kind of work along the spectrum and have a go at all of them and and dabble in lots of different types of ways of working with with patients mm. when I came across positive psychology it just really aligned with me as a person how I want to live my life and I'm not saying that I'm happy and positive all the time absolutely not because it's just not you know, realistic or human mm. but I want to live the best life I want to make the most of life and everything and I, I want to kind of get over setbacks more quickly and I want to um, put practices in place that just make me feel like I can look back on my life and say yeah that was a good one I spent that well mm. so it works and it's accessible to everyone as well it's not difficult to do it's really simple in terms of its practices mm. things like getting out in nature and noticing what's out there in the world random act of kindness being authentic yeah. or just yeah. slowing down and being mindful it's 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 all really simple things that we can do every day which is why I love it I think and I've seen it work for people and it's amazing yeah and especially now where we are I mean what better time to you know to tap into that mindset because yeah. you know whilst you know we, we said at the beginning about that kind of feeling that the negative emotions we, we are going to feel fear right now yeah. Um, but you know, let's talk about fear. Let's let's move into that part because you know there there is a lot of fear and and there it always is around uncertainty. Um, and we know that fear is contagious. Um, and we know that it can escalate rapidly. Um, but we also know that it is healthy to have some level of fear as um as a kind of protection. But how, and especially in times like this, how do we keep that healthy balance and, and I guess kind of maximize opportunities when we could say that the dominating emotion right now is fear? How do we balance that? You know, how do we, you know, the emotions that you're feeling, what are you doing to balance it? What, I guess, kind of tools and techniques. Yeah. I think that really important point that you say there is that fear is normal so an amount of fear is normal it's there for a reason so mm. the first thing that i'd say is that you know there's a there's perspective taking there that okay i'm feeling a bit of fear because this huge you know global um event is happening and mm. it is a bit scary because when we don't really know how long we'll be in the situation for or whether all of our loved ones will be okay or yeah. how our jobs are going to go or um yeah. you know what might happen tomorrow there is a bit how of fear that down goes on for yeah exactly and, and that it's okay to to say to yourself i think yeah I'm, I'm a little bit scared of this because it's a scary thing so 
I'll, I'll go with that. I'll allow myself to have a little bit of fear. So that's the first thing. Okay. I do think that it's really important to get that perspective and not let fear take over because fear can take over in, in a negative way and it can become overwhelming and that's when it stops us. So I think the main thing that I'm doing, that I would recommend because I know that it works because I'm doing it myself, is that I switch fear for gratitude. So I think about what I'm really thankful to have right now. Mm. You know, I'm thankful to have a really nice home. Mm -hmm. I'm home a lot more now than I would choose to be. I love being outdoors. So the fear is, how am I going to cope not being outdoors more than once yeah. a day for three weeks? Like that's the yeah. fear setting in. Yeah. The gratitude I'm switching that with is, I've got a lovely home and I've now got more time at home to make it even more cozy even more the way that I want it to be and to appreciate it and to kind of hunker down and snuggle in and get cozy and we're yeah. in a garden I've got a garden I'm really thankful to have a garden where I can yeah. sit in the sunshine today because it's a gorgeous day um, and, and go outside and see see the birds at the bird feeders and, and listen to the birds at dusk and dawn and and maybe catch the birds you, oh absolutely absolutely all of the things you just listed they're all just the little simple things that on a normal basis we're running everywhere and here and, and we we miss them yeah we it's, it's small moment. things that matter things like i am so grateful that now i have the time at home to check off my growing to-do list <laughs> and get some of that stuff done at home you know i've got a list of things that i'm gonna get done and by the end of these three weeks that's going to be a weight lifted and I wouldn't have the opportunity. So I'm thankful for that. I'm also really thankful that this is a temporary yeah. event. It's, it's a temporary situation that we find ourselves in. It will be okay. And I'm really grateful to know that even though we don't know when we might not know when, but we do know that it's going to be okay. Yes, it will. So it's just and switching fear for gratitude, I think yeah. is one of the main things. And you said it earlier is that, um, you know, when have we ever had a chance to do this before, you know, so many of us are, are stuck on that kind of merry-go-round and, you know, I, I, I've forgotten how many times I've said, oh, you know, can I just jump off for a minute? <laughs> now we can. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, my garden has never looked so good, honestly. <laughs> but it's just, it's just almost like, you know, with the greatest respect to what's going, uh, you know, those who are struggling and thank God we're both healthy and our families are um, mm -hmm. at the moment. We don't know what's ahead, but right now we're all fine. Um, and with the greatest respect to those who are struggling, you know, when have we ever had the chance to hit that reset button before? Mm -hmm. We haven't, and we would never have had. No, and there are two things we can do. We can, we can be fearful of it and we can worry about it and you know we can we can dread every day or we can be thankful of that and take it as an opportunity and see it as a good thing yeah somehow there's always there's always some good in every situation you've just got to sometimes you've just got to dive a bit deeper to find it but it is there exactly and and it's acceptance isn't it absolutely um, accepting and, and and i think that goes as far as you know no matter what whatever it is that we're dealing with, whether it's, it's grief or, you know, the loss of a job or living in a world upside, turned upside down by events, you know, acceptance has to play an enormous part in moving forward. Mm. Um, you know, sometimes that's tricky. We know that, but, um, you know, ha I, I guess 
I guess I want to ask, you know, how, when we are struggling to accept circumstances and, and if the gratitude isn't working for us, you know, what, what else can we do to get us into a place of acceptance? It's a really lovely one, I think, acceptance, because it is one of the basic, most basic things that we can do. It isn't always easy, but mm. sometimes if we just stop and stop the struggle in our minds of trying to grasp control over something that we can't control and just focus on the things that we can do that make us feel, whether it's more in control or make us feel a bit happier or a bit safer or calmer or whatever it is. Yes. That's a beautiful place to be. And I, um, I've done a lot of uh, work in the past and, and I do use it still now on this notion of radical acceptance. And one of the mantras for radical acceptance is everything is as it should be. So in this moment, everything is as it should be, no matter what's going on, it's, it's there. You know, you can't change this moment. What you can do is you can either struggle with it, you can complain about it, you can try and change it, or you can accept it. Yeah. Now, there's a little bit of all of those things which have their place because, you know, having a little moan about um, something that's going wrong is all fine and good. But at some point, there has to be some movement forwards through that, and that's the acceptance bit. Yes. So acceptance is easier on us. You know, it's the least resistant mindset is to be accepting yeah. to release that struggle and you know we've got I once read um something about it's really nice um it was a theory or kind of an idea I, I came across this idea that we have a contract with life mm. and our contract with life is that we get the good and the bad you know yeah. we get all of it we don't get to choose to just have the good bits that's kind of the deal <laughs> that's the contract so we get a life and we get everything that comes with that and acceptance is the easiest way to kind of move through that most healthily and most easily I suppose it makes so much sense mm, so I really much like sense and, it, and it's the you know we can't control what's going on around us but we we can control the way we react to it mm, and that exactly. comes from working on us first right we have to put yeah. the effort in, we've got to put the time in, we've got to put the work in on getting our mindset to the right place. Yeah. And then, you know, the world around us then suddenly doesn't seem so tricky, I guess. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah that's the hope. And also there's something I think that's really important about acceptance of vulnerability. Mm. So we see vulnerability as a weakness, as if it's a bad thing, but it's not. Vulnerability is beautiful because look at it now. This vulnerability is bringing us all together and yeah. we're all experiencing this major thing together communities are thriving in terms of we're doing things for each other we're reaching out we're connecting on different levels because we're all feeling a little bit vulnerable perhaps it's it's, yeah. it's wonderful so acceptance of things that you wouldn't normally want to accept like vulnerable vulnerability is is, yeah. is a wonderful thing i think um, do you know i have to say that the exeter business community has been unbelievable the way they have come together on group chats and you know whether it's linkedin or whatever there's just so much support and and you're right what you say about the vulnerability is that um you know i've seen some of our strongest key players in in the city and beyond you know just admitting you know i'm scared right now 
Mm. You know, this is, this is, and it's so nice to, in, in the most respectful way. It's really nice to see. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, my goodness. Okay. So let's, let's move on sort of talking about that. Um, the, the whole connection side of things, you know, Physical isolation is something that we're all going to have to spend time accepting. And, you know, in many ways, there's the argument that that can have a greater impact on our health than the virus itself, if that makes sense, in, in many circumstances. So let's go a little deeper into the psychology behind the fear of isolation and how we move past that. Yeah, we're humans are social beings, aren't they? Mm. So we there's so much research out out there and it kind of makes sense to most of us that we do need people around us. You know, positive psychology as a model uh, has a part of that is about relationships. Mm. And that's because that's so important, you know, to build to have meaningful and effective relationships with other people means that, you know, we're more resilient. We um feel better about our lives we have those um social networks we have kind of moments where we can bond with people um support networks hobbies mm. a lot of what we do in life we do want to go through together with other people we want to experience things together yeah. you know we want to find people to be friends with we want to find partners to love we want to build families whatever that means for people most of mm. us do have that kind of draw to to be around people mm. but I think at this time again it's just about gaining perspective and being flexible so the great thing about humans is we do flex humans will adapt to whatever environment they're given they really do and mm. some human beings have been through some incredibly rough times much worse than what we're experiencing mm. now and that's that's the keeping perspective bit I think and mm. it's temporary so whilst we can't be around all of our loved ones in a way that we might normally be or want to remote connections can happen and we can still keep in touch with people who we love in fact we've got this perfect time to create the best home environment for us to have more time with people who we live with and more time to schedule in video calls with people that we live we miss or love that we can't see right now or be I've with never chatted to my family so much as I have this week it's yeah exactly and we're all connecting over the same thing and we're all mm. understanding each other's experiences it's drawn us together hasn't it absolutely and yeah. I think this is going to be a good thing but there's also something about connection with ourselves as well you know there's there's time for us to work on us and who we really are and our own values and sometimes we can get so caught up in the, the heavy flow of traffic of life that we don't mm -hmm. stop and just think about what we need so that connecting with us and spending a bit of time on your own is okay you know it's not it's a bit scary but it's not detrimental to our mental health and nature connection with nature is one of the most amazing things I know that we're okay to go out once a day at the moment but we can still step outside into our gardens or outside our front doors and just just connect with with the world with other people and with ourselves a bit more now yeah and <laughs> put a positive spin on it actually that there's no FOMO right there's no this fear of missing out FOMO there's none of that now because nobody out there is doing anything more exciting than we are right now I, <laughs> do you know what I, I, I totally get you and I was kind of um 
you know, obviously, you know, being in this situation, there are all kinds of things, you know, there's the finances to think of and, you know, making sure that cash flow is okay and, and getting things in place. But that aside, I couldn't help but notice there was, there was some kind of a pressure gone. There yes. was, it was like a weight lifted, I guess. And I was trying to kind of, you know, to, to work out, well, what is it? What, what's, what's been lifted? And that's it. There is no, I'm not missing out anymore. <laughs> yes. If you go into town right now, Tracy, people aren't going to be clubbing. They're not going to be having a party at the beach. They're not, I mean, this is all seen as negative, but at least that sitting in the comforts of your own home, spending a bit more time at home, it's the only place to be right now. It's the best place to be right now. Yeah, yeah it, feels, it feels safe. It feels, it feels yeah. good. It feels good. So Vicky, what I've done, um, uh, kind of moving on, because we're in this crazy time right now, um, I've opened up this conversation to, um, to kind of to, to audience questions really, and just sort of start thinking about, you know, what are the people really thinking about now? What are the worries? And mm -hmm. so I thought, well, you know what, I'm just going to put some questions to you about the kind of things that we're all thinking about right now. Okay. And then we can use your expertise. You can answer those questions. <laughs> um, <laughs> so, um, uh, where should we go? Let's go here. All right. So, just so, um, how do we make decisions that will affect our teams when we don't even know the answers ourselves? How do we step into that leadership role when actually we've got as many concerns as anyone else? Mm. yeah I think that's a really good one so I suppose the first thing to just remember I'd say is that a, a basic human need is just to be heard so people just want to be heard mm. they don't always want to fix they don't always need you to tell them exactly what they're going to do you know some more than others need that containment but basically humans just want to be heard and they want to be reassured that it will be okay and it will be okay. You know, this is, this is something that we do know. We, we might not know how or when, but it'll be okay. And that reassurance sometimes is, is all that we need. And I think that the other thing that's really important is authenticity, mm. which is one of my favorite topics and a chapter in my book. <laughs> <laughs> and it's all about being yourself. So being genuine. So if you're a manager and you've got a team or if you're a parent and you've got a family who are struggling, um, it's okay not to know what's going to happen. We can be fine and accepted just for doing our best and for just being there alongside someone and saying, yeah, we're all going through this. Tell me how you're doing and I'll tell you how I'm doing and let's, let's find a way through together. Mm. Yeah, that's human nature. And I think that sometimes that is enough. Yeah. Perfect. Yeah, exactly. We don't need to know all the answers. It's just that, you know, it's all right. Mm. You're going to be fine. You're mm. going to be fine. Perfect. Um, what practical well-being measures can we put into place to get us through this time? So if we were going to bring some, you know, new practices, I'm a big meditator, you know, I'm really open about that and um, we'll do that every day. And that's been amazing. Oh just you know i've upped yeah. it i've actually i've upped my my um my practice and it's been great but what what can we do three things well i've already mentioned gratitude yeah. and i think that is one of the biggest things that i would recommend so the way that i would do it is that every morning when you wake up 
say some kind of gratitude statement to yourself if you're on your own or somebody that you live with or somebody that you speak to that morning so one of the first things you do just a gratitude statement and it doesn't have to be huge it can be something tiny like i'm really grateful that i woke up before my alarm clock today or i'm really grateful that i have enough bread to make some nice toast or i'm really grateful that i'm going to be speaking with tracy this afternoon i'm really looking forward to that and just make a gratitude statement every morning so it starts the day well perfect the second thing that i'd recommend is uh, doing three good things at the end of every day so write down three good things about your day every day right at the end of the day before you go to bed and the reason it's at the end of your day is because you've bookmarked then the beginning and the end of your day so that you've started and you've ended each day with something really positive and what will happen is if you focus on three good things at the end of every day your brain will be processing that when you go to sleep so all of those kind of positive neuron connections will fire and yeah. you'll have um, they'll have a better kind of mental well-being experience over throughout this whole time and again they don't have to be huge things so you know you don't have to achieve huge targets in a day to to rate three good things at the end of every day it can be I really enjoyed my chai latte today and um, I went out for my walk this afternoon to get some exercise or yeah I saw a really nice sunset through the bedroom window you know just three nice things there's always something good in every day and it's really good to oh that's one of my favorite practices to do always brilliant always love it you're already converted I love oh, it yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I thought um, one more you asked me for three more, yes one more one more do you want more I've got I've got loads Tracy I can go on forever with this <laughs> I'm not going anywhere I don't know about you. <laughs> yeah, exactly my favorite topic um so the the last thing that I would recommend is a random act of kindness and I think yeah. that it has never been a more important time to do that because people are going to be feeling isolated and people will feel alone or stressed or overwhelmed or whatever it might be depending on their home circumstances and work circumstances but a random act of kindness every day can be it can be a compliment like what happened when you said earlier that I'm you know I have this calmness it's lovely just a compliment or offering somebody some help or checking in with somebody to see how they are anything at all just a random act of kindness or sending sending somebody a gift or a card in the post if we're still allowed to do that (laughs) as long as it's on our one walk a day we'll be fine yeah we get to the post box yeah exactly oh i'd love that um okay and and meditation i'm going to ask you about meditation um uh kind of um from an an audience perspective does does meditation really work i mean i obviously know the answer to this but (laughs) does it work um and you know can it help in boosting our immune systems at this time so what value are we going to get from introducing a practice like meditation well absolutely it works um there's enough data out there to show that it does and some of the most kind of peaceful meditators on the planet are those people that rate their happiness and well-being levels as highest they still have struggles don't get me wrong it doesn't kind of obliterate yeah exactly yeah and and it changes our neurochemistry so the brains of successful meditators are actually they respond to threats in the environment in a different more adaptive way 
than people who don't meditate. And what happens is something called our parasympathetic nervous system is activated when we meditate and that's our calming system. So when we're relaxed and feeling safe, that's the parasympathetic nervous system kicking in. And the hormone that's flying around our bodies is called oxytocin, which has got some cute names like the cuddle hormone and the love hormone. And that's the hormone that we want want more of. And that that flushes through our system when we're calm and when we're meditating as well. And I think that... It's, it's, it's so addictive because we're feeling like that. Exactly. It is, it is. And it's a great thing to do. And it boosts those happy centers of our brains as well. You know, the left prefrontal cortex is seen as a place where happiness lies. And that's activated when oxytocin is, is firing and the parasympathetic nervous system's kicking in. And uh, meditation is all about, you know, accepting. We talked about acceptance before, mm. expecting less and accepting more. I think it's a really, really good practice for us physiologically and psychologically as well. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Um, and um, uh, two two apps that I would personally use. I mean, it's, it's great if you can learn to do it by yourself. But if you wanted to get a little bit of support, there are two apps that I use. One is um, an app called Meditate Me by Kelly Howell. She's one of the best. Her, wow, her voice is incredible. And also Insight Timer is a really great one to have a look at. Um, and I use both of those, but definitely Kelly Howell and Meditate Me. It's a, it's a great one. Um, uh, Vicky, I can't believe we've chatted for so, for so long already. Do you know what? Thank you so much for your time. Um, you know, it's been an absolute pleasure to chat. How, it's been how, my pleasure, how are you feeling now? How are you feeling now? Better? I'm feeling great, actually. Thank you. I think that. <laughs> Having some connection with you, seeing you and having a chat about positive psychology and things that we can do to improve our mental health. You know, I'm no guru. I just believe in this stuff. I don't always get it right. But conversations like this is just proof that it really does have a huge impact. And I'll skip into my next task now. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, yeah, it's been really lovely. Thanks very much for for inviting me. Thanks for making it happen. Well, you know, I know it was a little bit touch and go, especially last night. I had to do a, a last minute dash up to Bristol University to pick up um, one of my sons as everything closed down. It was all a bit, a bit chaotic. But what we'll do is when this is all, you know, when we've gone back to some kind of normality, whatever our new normality will be, um, we'll get you into the deer park and we'll do a proper, you know, not a proper one. We'll do, we'll do another interview and see how you've got through this time. Okay. thanks so much for listening to my conversation with vicky for more on her work or to get in touch you'll find all the links below and remember during these difficult times you are the solution finders you are the entrepreneurs the change makers the leaders you don't have to know all the right answers as vicky very rightly said but your tribes, customers and teams need to hear that it will be okay and that together you can make common sense decisions based on the information emerging each day. That's it for today's episode. If you have a chance, please rate and review, hit subscribe to keep up with new episodes and pass it along to a friend. Thanks so much for listening. I hope you'll come back next Friday for more. And in the meantime, please stay safe, look out for each other and most importantly, be kind. Be kind.